Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Now this is Pod 102 and we've got nothing special for that at all. Um, <laughs> but it's the same same three, so uh, hello Simon. Hello. And hello Fraser. Hello. And we finished recording the other one about three minutes ago, so um, if we cross over into things we hate, <laughs> it's just, you know, force of habit. Um, but we won a game of football. Yay. There we go. That was nice. Simon's indifferent, but he's our stand-upper, so <laughs> yeah. that's, that's well, that. Something happened. I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you both watch the game? Yes. Yes. Lovely. That's a good start. Um, right, okay. So, um, sort of thoughts on balance of play, because I sort of feel, although although we needed them to go down to 10 to get the the difference um the goal difference up there i think we dominated it quite well other than the penalty i can't really remember them doing much am i wrong with that no i think they the their center forward kind of got a couple of chances he rolled atkinson quite easily a early on in the game but nothing really came of it but no you're right I think we we controlled it pretty much from start to finish yeah I I think that's fair um so if we talk through the different the different aspects and um what I basically do is if we lose or sometimes draw it depends on the the type of draw um I don't go on Twitter that's it my evening's done I stay off social media probably till about Tuesday. Um, if we win, I watch everything that's that's around. <laughs> so I've watched all of the Accrington interviews, <laughs> um, and at the during the the Coleman interview, he says about it being a sloppy goal um, that they conceded in the first half. I think it's it's one of those goals that if we conceded it, I would go. Where was the defence? But as the team that scored it, it was well worked, I thought. That, like, there was one problem with it. Matty Taylor stood on the ball, but he recovered. Other than that, it was well worked. Everyone was in the right place. Mm. Um, and, and Henry was just there ready to tap it in. It was a good yeah. goal, I thought. Yeah, and you're absolutely right about the, uh, it being the other way around. Um, had we conceded that, I'm sure we'd find all sorts of faults in it. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, be it being the team scoring it and going a goal up, yeah, I, I really did not care at the time. <laughs> and, uh, and even still now, I think, it's a, yeah, I think it's a well-worked goal, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I thought uh, I, I've been seeing a bit throughout the build-up, throughout the first few games of the season, is... Matty Taylor dropping deeper and deeper and maybe being out on the left or being out on the right and not being in the centre. And quite often when you you see that in a striker, it's because of a lack of confidence. Um, and then obviously he was in the perfect position for the two goals. So whether that was... He does tend to dart around anyway, but it was just sort of concerning me a bit. And then once he had that chance to chip the keeper and he he sort of hit it a bit too low... It, I don't know, it sort of screamed lack of confidence to me. Mm. Um, yeah. I think as well, we haven't created much for him in the in the first few games of the season. So that might be him going into different positions to try and get involved in the game, to try and make things happen, try and do something a little bit different rather than being the, the lone striker and, and essentially playing between the two centre-halves. He was 
he was coming deep, he was going wide, he was going all over the place to try and get something to happen, which obviously it did in the end. It worked perfectly for him, but that was perhaps like you you know, like you say, a little bit of frustration. He he's he's just trying to get involved in the game. Yeah. Um any any complaints about the penalty? <laughs> no. Uh, no, sorry. That's uh... I'm not quite sure what Eastwood was doing that far out. It didn't. Yeah. It, it it wasn't wasn't like he was the last man, or you know he had to come for that. It, he's nearly on the edge of the box when he's clattered into the bloke. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I I I know I said this on the 101 podcast. Um. Because that was about 10 minutes ago. But John Coleman hearing him shout, he's punched him in the head. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. It's so funny because he has as well, and then like the ref is so adamant it's not a penalty, yeah. Yeah. and then that did the lino give it? He's yes. obviously out of shot at the time, but well, why is the lino giving that? Yeah, you're right. The ref was in a perfect position to give it. He's he's sort of straight onto it. He can watch it, and you're right. He made a very clear kind of arm, you know, crossed hands, and then sort of like no, and then decides to give it on the linesman was get, got really involved there didn't he because he, he essentially gave their red card as well yeah um which i i still don't know what for and lots of people right okay this should have gone on to the the pod 101 <laughs> thing people who after the game go he's not that sort of player uh... um it, th- that was their argument well it, you know i couldn't see anything and anyone who knows him knows he's not not that sort of player right okay well you know, Gaza's right. not the sort of player who'll kick someone in the chest. He did it. Okay, um, prime example, Riccardinho. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably the nicest man that's ever played for us, people seem to think. <laughs> right, yeah. and do we all remember MK Dons? <laughs> yeah. Um, having said that, <laughs> this, is, this is complete hypocrisy. If you watch the way Eastwood stands up and pushes their striker, something has happened to Simon Eastwood. Mm. He doesn't even celebrate when we score an equaliser against Newcastle <laughs> in in extra time. That guy does not react to anything. He's saved so many penalties, he doesn't react to it. For him to stand up and push someone like he does, something happened to him. And I don't know what. But it, having just said he's not that sort of player, I'm saying Eastwood is not is. the sort of player to make a, a thing out of it. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say there was something in it, but I, I can't see what it was for. I think we were winning that game anyway, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't see them getting back to two all. I don't know how we scored. I've watched it so many times. I still don't know if it came off their defender or I, or I Cambran. It, it looks like the def- what the he's kicked it back out, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's one of the two. Sorry, ignore that. Yeah, that was that. I'm talking nonsense. Cut that out, please. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Do you know what? I didn't realise until after the last pod came out. People like phrases monologues Simon feel free to start some what was it about wind or something about it being windy yes yeah I said I think I said I don't know what (laughs) (laughs) Uh, right okay Uh, then yeah the red card happened Um, I couldn't see them getting back into it anyway and then 84 85 minutes somewhere around then oh my word can you imagine if a premiership or mm. Barca, or Real Madrid, or Juventus, or whoever scored that goal. Can you imagine yeah. how You'd many never... times it would be shown? It would be in the opening to match of the day. It would be shown for the next few seasons. What a ball that was. Yeah. And then just taken down, 
easy finish. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. What a goal. You'd, you'd never ever hear the end of it. You're right. And uh, and 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 rightly so. I mean, what uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, the um, the the ball in the the was it two touches Taylor took and then chest chest down, down and che- then volley. Oh. Glorious! It was just so. It was just a wonderful, wonderful goal. And usually, you know, there's you. You sometimes, if you with a critical eye, you can watch our goals and think, "Oh well, maybe that was lucky. This was lucky." I mean, that was just nothing. But sorry, Simon, class. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you you're describing something that is of high class, and okay, right, yeah, using yeah. the term class is is absolutely <laughs> fine. It's you know if if um, if who was it? It was um, oh the the Irish lad we had up front who who scored at Luton with his backside. That's not a classy goal. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's when you shouldn't use it. Who well, yeah. our second goal <laughs> wasn't a classy goal, <laughs> no. but yeah. you know they count the same amount. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And I saw a um, stat recently that um, James Henry assisting Matt Taylor to score is the highest that I think they've they've done eight goals. In last season and the start of this season, between them, they, they, that that combination of Henry passing the ball or crossing the ball or whatever it is to Matt Taylor to score, it's the highest in English football. Uh, it it was it was sublime, and it was just like everything about it. The touch forward, it there was something very Beckham about his mm. stance, wasn't there? The yeah. way he just tapped it forward, looked where he wanted to put it, and then played it in. Um, it was it was brilliant. The the another word that matches up with the class, Simon, is people saying genius. That was genius, mm. and and that gets overused and it gets diluted. But that goal was it, like there was so much genius about it, um, and the technical ability of those two was bang on. It wasn't a, a hit and hope. That was pinpoint. Yeah. And then, the the only. I, I'm trying to think of how I can phrase this, really. The next goal, the assist, would have been the best assist of the game, easily, had Henry just not not just done what he had done. But what a ball by Anthony Ford. Yeah, he's uh, really coming onto the scene, isn't he? And staking claims for uh, well, a, a strong part. Because he was kind of... Was he injured for a long time last year? Well, yeah, he broke he, his ribs, didn't he? Yeah, in a horrible right. kind of clash, wasn't it? He, he broke ribs and collapsed the lung and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of us kind of maybe thought mm, he wasn't that great, or maybe he just wouldn't—he he wouldn't end up making much of a contribution at, at Oxford. But um, yeah, he's really—you're really seeing the player now, aren't you? And it's sort of his biggest downfall is he's good in so many positions. He's become a a squad player but I think he's good enough centre mid right mid haven't seen enough of him at right back yet to say that but he can play in each position quite well yeah. and could be a first teamer in each of those positions um, I thought he was he was awesome and I, I I actually think it's the first game this season it would be difficult to point out bad performances yeah yeah absolutely yeah. I'd yeah. agree with that Clearly, that week worked, didn't it? The uh, mm. the week they had together, and yeah, hopefully it was a turning point. Yeah, I think uh, looking at the number of players, Ford included, on the pitch who could create something. We you you've got Ford, Robbie Hall in the first half was very bright and and got involved and and was creating stuff. Liam Kelly's got a great pass on him. Um, Joel Cooper when he came on looked good as well. 
Ford, Henry, uh, you know, Brannigan can play passes. There's a lot of people on the pitch who who were cre- who can create for us good dead balls, deliveries, free kicks, corners, all that sort of stuff. We're not relying on one or maybe two players to be the creatives. There were on the pitch at any one point during that game four or five players who who can really put a ball on a sixpence and create a chance. Yeah, and and did they were given a bit more space, which is helpful. But I mean that confidence is invaluable, really. Um, and obviously we've got players coming back fit, um, so that'll be that'll be interesting to see because people like Kelly and Ford have now started to stake a claim in those positions. Um, one of the things I think we should have put into Pod 101 is football stories that just get overused and puns around them are overused. The coach story is really funny. Yeah. But I've heard it too many times already. It only happened three days ago. Yeah. Um, and basically anything Harry Redknapp ever says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, or like, do you remember the um, the pink ox? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that story went on for so long. Yeah. Like, and it was just everywhere. Oh, it's on the news again. Why? Why are we watching Calvin Thomas say we tried to take a negative and turn it into a positive again? Yeah, yeah. Why have you only got three stands as well? Oh, forget the stand. <laughs> oh. Um, right, okay. Cool. So, 4-1. Um, much needed boosts of confidence there. Um we are going to play crew, but anyone who's moaning about not being able to see football or wanting to see a local game or anything like that, wanting to give money to the club, anything that, that you want to do right now can be done by going to see the women's team. You can go and see that level of football. So go and see it if you're free. <laughs> um, is it uh, this Sunday, Liam, is it? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Is um, this Sunday, two o'clock, Oxford City? That's it. Um, against uh, who's it against Simon uh, Crawley Crawley lovely well if you can get down there do that the amount of people that go oh, I want to I want to give money to the club so I've gone to the club shop and they've sold out of hoodies right okay buy something else then if you if your aim is to give money to the club find a way to do it yeah there will be a way <laughs> yeah um, and similarly if you if you're saying I want to go and see local football Go and see local football and raise money for the club. Brilliant. Yeah. You might be surprised by what you see. Um, and a former podcaster is the assistant manager. So, you know, all good. All hi, Kath. Hi, Kath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to say hi, Tim, as well. It's because we've just done a pod. I, uh, I, I would have forgotten that. Hi, yes. hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Um, Right, okay, uh, so next game is against Crew. I can't remember when we last played Crew. It's been an awful long time, hasn't it? Yeah. It really has. Uh, I can definitely remember playing them, but we we must have just yo-yoed around them. Um, and we were in a season, last season, we, had we got relegated, we'd be playing against Port Vale. We will be playing against Crew. Or if we got promoted, we'd have been playing against Stoke, and they're all <laughs> sort of a throw, <laughs> stones throw away from each other. So um, I've got to uh, be involved in a side beating crew because of the people I know in Port Vale and Stoke. So um, that's irrelevant. You can cut that if you want, Fraser. <laughs> Depends how long the pod is. Um, I know nothing about crew. Are we going to beat them? Of course we are. 
Good. They got off the mark at the weekend, didn't they? Cutting edge. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, they got their first points last weekend, didn't they? Yeah, I guess so did we. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're going to beat them. I don't see. Uh, I don't see why not. I know nothing about them, but they got their first points last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they lost to Hull and, and um, Charlton, so you kind of think, okay, there's there's two teams there that have started the season reasonably well um, in, in Hull and, and Charlton, not not so much. They, they won the first game, so they're, they're tough-ish games for them to start with. But yeah. I th- it's going to take a while in it before we know who's any good in this division. Yeah, the the team they beat, beat was MK Dons, uh, and I suspect they're in for a bit of a tough season. Um, so, as you say, it's a bit of a... It could go either way for them. Um, don't even know what style of play they do. Like, research has been... <laughs> I, I would say minimal, but not even that. Non-existent. I know the name of the team. <laughs> The only team named after a girl's name. <laughs> well, I guess interesting. Just looking, we've we played a team called Stanley and a, play, a team called Alexandra the next week. Oh yeah, who's after that? Um, this is such a shit team podcast, team. isn't it? <laughs> um, it's Gillingham, isn't it? Jill, yes. Jill, Jill. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> oh, this is what's happened when you've been podcasting for over an hour. Absolute waffle. Um, mm. uh, yeah, I think... Uh, uh, well, firstly, we said we would beat Accrington Stanley 3-2. I think we all went about 3-2, didn't we? Which uh, we did score three and they did score two, but one of theirs was an own goal. So I'm counting that as we got it right. Yeah. There we go. So what's the score <laughs> going to be against... We, saw, we sort against of entered end-of-term madness here, haven't we? No <laughs> yeah. one can really be bothered anymore. Because we've, we've done about an hour and a half of pods now. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the score going to be, Fraser? 3-1, Oxford. Okay. Simon? I'm going to go 2-0, Oxford. Okay. I'm going to go 4-2, Oxford. I think it'll be a very exciting game. Um, but I think... Uh, yeah, I, I I did say this last time that I think that the Sunderland game is the equivalent of the Burton game, so I do think we'll go on a bit of a run now, mm. and I hope that's true because we're about to about to play teams like Peterborough and that lot down the road. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, so sort of coming into form before those games, I think would be very helpful. I think anyone looking at the table now is a is a bit of a fool. We all know that that's not how football works. At the beginning of the season, yeah, you want to be winning from the off, but no one can say that they've looked at sort of Peterborough's form and gone, oh, they're going to struggle this season then. We know that they're going to be in and around it. And we've had a very similar start. Yeah, and, you know, I think we said last week, you know, for the last two or for the first two or three months of last season, um, Ipswich Town were, were sort of runaway leaders, weren't they? And yeah. Didn't even finish in the playoffs, so yeah, um, and, yeah, and and managed to drop out of the playoff positions uh, with only a thirty-game season. <laughs> so they <laughs> fell quickly. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. crazy fast. Um, yeah. And it, it wasn't it like three wins in twenty odd games. Yeah, it was something crazy like that. Yeah, flying right at the beginning and then just didn't 
didn't do anything from like mid November. Um, right, okay. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see which players are back. Ruffles is apparently back in training, or last week they said he would be this week. Um, Gorin looks like he might be. Hopefully, Sykes will be. Um, Cooper's fitness is getting better. I'm not sure what the McGrain situation is, really. Is he one of the ones that was ill? Um, yeah, four players went for COVID tests. They all came back negative. Um, yeah. Hopefully, the uh, the coach will get up and running okay. Are they testing? <laughs> they'll test the coach, will they? Make sure that's all clear. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. It, this sort of feels weird because because we did the longer pod, we're now doing a shorter pod. So I think we've basically covered everything. Yeah. I mean, I think the last one was, was about 50 minutes. So you've had about yeah. 75 minutes out of us. So, you know, yeah. we've earned our money tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, is nothing. Yeah. We don't get paid a penny for this. Oh, dear. No. Yeah. I don't know where you've been sending those invoices, Simon. But... <laughs> yeah, they've got to be paid. I'm going to chase them up. Yeah. If you want to pay us money to plug something, we'll do that. Anyone who listens to this, uh... <laughs> I like it because he's desperate. Well, yeah. Or, or goods, you know, if you, if you run a cake stall or something like that. You want to yeah, I love all that. I love cakes. Yeah, I love Cadbury's. Um, yeah, Galaxy. Those guys are great. Um... <laughs> Soon be Christmas, right? It's a mince pies. Yeah, mince pie. Yeah, M and S. They're bang. They're a great company. Can I'm I a big say, fan of them. My uh, my nan's mince pies are the best mince pies in the world. If anyone wants to challenge that, send me their <laughs> mince pies, and I'll happily do a taste test. Because actually, I'll plug this. Um, I have been doing um, Christmas light switch ons for the last <laughs> last few years, where I've been the compare on the main stage. So I've even done the countdown from 10 and push the plunger at the end of it i've, I've genuinely been did the, doing the christmas light switch ones and they're all basically cancelled this year so join me live streaming from my living room <laughs> me turning on my christmas lights um because i've genuinely got some like west end talent and various stars recording videos to be played during my light switch on. So oh, wow. join in because it will be a proper like. I don't know how it's turned into this. I was planning to spend twenty minutes getting drunk on mulled wine and then at the end turning a light on. <laughs> but people, people are actually helping me out with it. Have you got us the the funniest light switch on I can remember? Tame tame for those that know it is quite a nice sort of slightly sleepy upmarket market town you know it's quite, it's quite nice and, and we have normally quite the, tame it is quite tame yes it does <laughs> it kind of works with with the with the name but the the, the um the christmas lights which on is normally they have the brass band and the local choir and 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 it's usually the mayor or or some dignitary that, that turns the lights on and everyone the same thing mulled wine and it's all quite genteel um and, and one year because she was living locally, somebody had obviously said, oh, I can get somebody to come in. And that Kerry Katona came in. <laughs> and it was quite, because she's obviously quite outgoing and gregarious. And so she's on stage sort of shouting and trying to whip the crowd up. And everyone's looking and going, you know, it's, not, it's not normally like this, is it? <laughs> so if you can get Kerry Katona, you know, to do a, a, a slightly over-the-top sort of uh, announcement, that would be good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I can try. Um, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I 
I was really tempted to try and get Timmy Mallet to do something. Um, sure but would. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Timmy, if you if you're listening, hi Timmy. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that too close? Yeah. Or if you if you know Tim Timmy, if you know Timmy Mallet, <laughs> give him a shout. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see who else I can get. Right. Okay. Well, we're gonna go and watch some football on Saturday. Um, Crew Alexandra uh, uh, is Alexandra, isn't it? Not Alexander. Crew. Alexandra. We're playing against Crew, and uh, uh, and then we'll be back to um, review that and preview the Gillingham game. Um, we'll ignore the little competition in between. Um, but also, if you are a season ticket holder who uh, is getting your ticket for your iFollow pass for the Crew game you get into the women's game that was previously mentioned against Crawley for free. Um, Simon, am I right in thinking that all you have to do is show your code? I believe so. I did. Yes, I checked with the aforementioned assistant manager. And yes, if, you, it just, if you've got it on your phone or, or if you need to print it out, print it out, old school. You know. But um, yeah, if you've got a season ticket or a match pass for that game, then uh, you get in free. Okay, lovely. So, um, yeah, if you can get there, get there. Um, Either way, I'm sure you'll be tuning in to watch us play crew, and we'll speak to you next week. Thanks very much for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye.